Well, why, hello, everyone. This is your friend Bernie the Butterfly here. And I'd like to remind everyone if you could please buy one of them shirts. Because uh, the Bycast Boy's driving me crazy with toy. Oh, my shirts. So if you could please uh, be, make him be quiet and buy one, that'd be great. Well, hold on. Okay, URL. You, I am what? RL, what is it? Oh. Oh, he said go to uh, sleepwithmepodcast.com slash shirts. And that's it. Buy a shirt and friggin' shut him up. Thank you. And on with the show. Hey, you're only tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. Uh, we do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And, and let me explain Let me explain to you what happens here, just so you know. If this is your first time here, your second time here, your, your 100th and 80th time here, welcome. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's running through your brain, whatever's got you tossing, turning, you know, wriggling. You say, geez, I just can't get comfortable. I can't, I can't, I just can't fall asleep. Oh, oh. Or maybe you're saying, maybe you say stuff like, or maybe you're yelling or growling or whatever it is. I'm going to try to distract you from that. And the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to I'm going to tell a story. I got a guest tonight, but he's going to come in. He's going to talk about our day to day, and he's going to do it in the most uh, he he he's lulling and soothing in a different way. But wherever whatever episode it is, we're going to do stuff. We do stuff in a lulling, soothing tone, and we we like to say as as the silver tone likes to sing, we like to say we carry you off on the wings of pointlessness. So the story's gonna, you know, go, it's gonna go, and you say, well, tell me, is it like a, is this story like a journey, a travel log? Is it a personal essay? Is it more like cereal, uh, or the moth, or, uh, risk? I say, well, no, ours is a bit more uh, slower paced. You know, those those stories, they have a more traditional, uh, interesting angle to them where, where they hook you and then they keep you. You say, this one, it's more like uh, you say, hey, come on over. Uh, let me tell you, like an old man, like a, 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 an older person on a bench, maybe a bit like that Forrest Gump. You know, the, the stuff that doesn't get on my nerves about that Forrest Gump is the non-nerve parts. You say, well, geez, if, a, if I was a stranger, I ran into this Forrest Gump. And I didn't know when the bus was coming. He told me one of the segments of that story. And then for this podcast, you take out any interesting parts like Richard Nixon or Olympic medals or war or endurance against all odds or overcoming you know, physical or mental obstacles, societal change, take all that stuff out. And that's our podcast. And you might say, Scooter, Scooter, you're not doing the podcast justice. Well, you you can do the podcast justice by just listening and then staying a bit engaged, but hopefully I'll keep the other parts of your brain engaged. You know, do it with just enough soothing, just enough meandering, 
Uh, just enough like, uh, we're like a box of chocolates where the chocolate, you say, well, you know, say, well, what kind of chocolates you got left in there, uh, scooter? And then you say, well, so, and you say, oh, wait, I have a, I have a no bus stop chocolate policy. You know, it's, it's pretty much a universal common sense thing not to take chocolates from anybody at a bus stop. And even if you've got your own chocolates, trust me, you know, b- b- bus driver's code, don't eat chocolates before you get on the bus. You know, you might get, agitate the bus driver. So I say, geez, okay, no chocolates. I'll just tell you a story till the bus gets here. And the nice thing about this virtual Forrest Gump would be, he he had pretty good stories. He said, geez, you know, his story would start out with some sort of coincidence. Hey, I walked into this store to buy comic books. Next thing you know, I was actually, I thought I was a superhero. But I was actually in a superhero movie. But then I had to use the super suit they made me to save all these people. And then I had to meet the president who was a fan of both the superhero and me. And the movie. And then I realized I was in love with this production assistant, and she was, uh, aunt, uh, who was it, Jenny. And that was Jenny, the girl, you know, and then she, but then she got sent off, you know, to produce, do on the second unit of, you know, for our whatever, you know, landscape shots or something. Uh, our stories would just be that part with the landscape shots. We'd say, yeah, Jenny's off. You say, what is a second unit doing? Is there a third unit? Is there a fourth unit? So the goal is to distract you just enough so you're not thinking about all that stuff that's keeping you up at night, but not engage you on a Forrest Gump level or a Michael Bay level, a Terry Gilliam level. You you choose your, your director, you know, and you might say, whoa, Terrence, you might drop a Terrence Malick in there. I'd say, well, you know, Terrence Malick, I'd say, I don't think I'm at that level. You know, because they say, he's trying, he say, let's not, let's not open that. I'd say, this one you can hang around and look for meaning, but mostly say, geez, I'm going to fall asleep. And, and you'd say, well, the good thing about Scooter is he doesn't mind. You know, say, this isn't the Badlands. This is, you know, this isn't, uh, so, uh, that's it. The podcast, I guess, is not a box of chocolates. It's not a riveting story. Not an art house movie. It's, uh. What you say? I guess there's not any movies like that because they take a lot of money to make a movie and effort. But this podcast takes effort. But I exert my effort in the hopes you'll be distracted and fall asleep. So that's why we're here. And I'm glad you're here. And I hope, you, you know, if you just found this podcast, I hope it helps you fall asleep. Try a couple. See if it fits you. It's not one size fits all. As a matter of fact, if we were sold in a maybe say, okay, these are the odd sizes or the, uh, you know, I remember when I used to shop, I was from a family of six, so we'd shop at the place where they'd say, uh, you know, the clothing would have a mistake on it. Like, I don't know how someone would get a black Sharpie marker on so many T-shirts and dress pants. But I'd say, well, it's just one black, you know, and I'd, I agree. And I said, geez, there's a term for that, but I can't remember it. They'd say, it's not a re- rejected clothing because they're still selling it. It's not unsellable clothing. But I'd say, well, that's our podcast. Whatever that clothing is that you buy, you get a good price on it. It's gay, you know, it's not, it's not 100%, you know, 
and you don't want to wear it to a business meeting or, as Elaine Bennis learned, when that's one Seinfeld to a Christmas party. But other, you know, that's where we're here. And I'm glad you're here, and I hope you, uh, and I hope I help you fall asleep. Thanks for listening. All right, uh, housekeeping. You can find the show on the web at www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. All our older episodes are there, uh, along with our show notes. Uh, best way to get you can comment on the website you can send me email feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com you can get me on twitter at dearest scooter or on uh, what's that called facebook at sleepwithmepodcast uh, a couple of uh, oh, let's see a couple of announcements if you guys want to leave a voicemail uh, about uh, your sleeper summer project or how someone inspired you or anything, the phone number uh, for our voicemail number, our Google Voice, is 3... Or for those of you that use letters, it's 3184-SLEEPY. 318-475-3379. I promised myself tonight I would put a, you know, record a message, so... I tried to do it at lunch today. It did not. I could not do it. Uh, we got a Goodreads group over on uh, Goodreads. That link will be in the show notes. I'm I'm about to finish a book, so I, and I have another book that I have to read. I forgot. I said, well, it's a, it's a but uh. So I'm going to start reading a book on there. If anybody wants to join me reading that book or talk about, I'm thinking about atonement. I know uh, we were talking about Atonement last week on Game of Thrones. And I know there's a fan. Anybody want to read Atonement? Like, uh, next, I'm, I'm a slow reader. So let me know. Goodreads, uh, just search for Sleep With Me Group or look in the show notes. Should be on your phone, too, in your podcast app, the notes and links. Uh, shirts are still for sale. Sleep With Me shirts until July 6th. And it'd be really appreciated if you can get a shirt. You get a shirt and you'll help the podcast out. And another way to participate in the show is with the silver tone hashtag, pound silver, the silver tone. And we'll be, you know, using that for show note ideas and stuff. Uh, but the most important part of the show is is, is, is all the support I get, spoken and unspoken. Uh, starting with Chris Post, who posters and who does our music over at soundslikeanearful.com. Scotty and Jennifer running our incredible artwork and the artwork on all the t-shirts. Alexandra and Laura running the uh, Facebook group over at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods. And that's a private Facebook group. Uh, they say, well, if you prefer, you know, our privacy over there, Scooter, we're running around in our knickers here. So, uh, and I said, I wonder if the funder from, uh, so thank you, Alexandra and Laura, from running that. But speaking of underwear, I want to thank the funders from down under, uh, Harrison and Tom. I'll have links to their stuff if you're in Australia. They're both very talented comics. And they were talked about in this week's Napcast, and I just want to make sure to link it. Harrison's got a comedy podcast, that comedy podcast. And it looks like Tom, last I checked, he's getting ready. I think Harrison's going to be in the fringe over there. And I think Tom's working on a little tour or a big tour, I don't know. So let's make sure we support them before Down Under, because they're the funder from Down Under. Uh, I want to thank Brian the Boom, who, hold, who holds the microphone now on the podcast. Brian, Boom Boom Brian. Don't confuse him with the drummer Boom Bone. 
But boom, boom, Brian, thank you. I want to thank everyone that's bought a shirt so far. And then I want to thank Brandon for the wonderful email, Michelle for the email, Anna for the email, Susie for the email, Fox, my buddy Fox for the email, Sammy. You're going to be happy soon, Sammy. Faye, Mary. And then over on Twitter, Aaron, the Silvertone, Yante, Libby, Chicago Girl, Diana Trone, Amelia. And I just got in right before I got in here. Amelia also wrote about the podcast as part of her Ask Amelia uh, advice column. So that's cool. Thank you so much, Amelia. I'll link to that in the show notes. Thank you so much. Anybody mentions it, but that's so great. Thank you. Thank you. To think I would be involved in any advice involving a do. You know, usually it's a don't. I've been in advice columns, but it's like don't. Or, they, they he, you know, he does this. How do I make him stop? Nana, I knew about that, you know. The, yeah, the, all those letters you sent to the newspapers. Sorry, I got my Nana here. So that's over on Twitter, over on uh, Facebook. I want to thank Jamie S., Jennifer B., Patty B., Heidi, Heidi M., Trish T., and anyone I may have missed, I apologize. Hopefully I'll get you next, you know, coming up here on the next episode. But thank you all for your support from the from the bottom of my heart. Thanks so much. All right, everybody. Uh, it's uh, Father's Day night or eve. So I don't know how many fathers were out there celebrating Father's Day, but happy Father's Day to you all. And to all a good Father's Day night. I don't know if it was last Father's Day or when I talked about the uh, holiday I was trying to sell the beer companies called uh, All Husbands Eve, uh, which was to be the night before, uh, would have been the night before Father's Day. But it would have been a big, you know, beer company. All Husbands Eve, you know, take that, I don't know, very low, you know, beer company holiday. If I ever sell out or, you know, I, I have a big lawsuit or, you know, if this podcast stops getting made out of blue, probably not the most likely reason is that I sold to one of the big beer uh, multinationals, All Husbands Eve, the trademark for the new house. But anyway, uh, so I, I was lucky enough to have a wonderful Father's Day. I spent it with my lovely daughter. And, uh, you know, it was, geez, that's pretty good. It would have been a great Father's Day. But then I also got to spend it with my uh, older adult neighbor who does it. I said, Ray, do you have any kids? And he said, oh, my friend. He kind of brushes me off. But I, he said, hey, Ray, do you want to come in and talk about the Father's Day we spent together? Because if I do, it'll just sound, you know, I said, geez, I, you know. Uh, he said, oh, yeah, he, he, so hey, I'm going to throw it over to Ray. I'm going to take a break. He's going to talk about Father's Day a little bit, I think, or, or what we did, which was right up Ray's alley. So uh, here you go. You ready? Ray? Okay, so I'm going to pause here. I'm going to turn it over. Okay, come on in. Okay. Okay, hello. Hello, everybody. It's, it's your friend Ray. I'm here. Now, Scoot has changed things a bit. Well, it's been a bit of a while since I've been in the studio here. He, uh, last time I recorded with Scooter, we were, uh, 
uh, leaving Florida, and we had the layover in a lovely Tampa airport and then the Dallas airport, I believe, where we were recording our shows. But it, well, So I'm here, I'm feeling a little bit out of place because uh, the microphone's been moved. And I might hear, I said, oh, I'm just, uh, but it's your friend Ray here. I'm just so glad to be here, to be talking to you all. I've missed you so, my friends. Oh, to know I'm in your ears is like knowing I'm in your hearts. And I say, put it on a card, put it on a T-shirt, and Suda Scooter sell it to me because I would buy that. He's looking at me saying no one else would. And I say, oh, put, put, put me in your ears, put me in your heart. Just don't put me in an aquarium with cedar uh, chips and have me run around on a wheel because race, and, you know, I can't be, I can't be. But I'm so glad to be here. I've been saying to him, I said, oh, I want to talk to your friends, your pod, your pod people. You're, you're, you're casting the pod out there. And I said, I'd like to be some bait for those people to say, chomp, 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 I'm going off to sleep. And I'd say, oh, boy. And he would say, Ray, you know, they love you so much. He would say, I want to have something special for you and for them. And and then, of course, well, the other thing was I was saying this to him on the phone because I was I've been dealing with the Gregor. And I say, they got everything resolved on the TV show related to the Gregor on the show, I guess. And I would say, I wish I had that. Uh, what was his name again, Scooter? The the man who was stripped of his doctorate. Uh, Clegburn. Clay, Clay, what is it again? Clegorn. Like, like Fagorn, Leghorn, Clegorn? I'm sorry. Crasta? No, no, no. Oh, Clyburn, Clyburn, or some such thing. But I wish I, I wish he was an attorney, and he could come to my world and say, "Well, you, Your Honor, because we are in a, you know, with the things with the Gregor. Now, those of you that uh, uh, just listened to the podcast recently, you might not know that about. Uh, oh boy, it's been maybe uh, October twenty fourteen. A situation occurred where Scooter was screwing around in the uh, other universes, and he brought back the Gregor, Sir Gregor, he was once known as, but not a, you know, as I've learned these legalese, I might say this uh, character is only similar to other characters that exist in the other worlds. But because it was a fantasy fiction, fan fiction machine, it, it was a real, real person. And he, you know, he said, he said, how does he talk against Scooter? Because it's been so long that they, they have a, a, you know, a literal gag order on the Gregor at court not to speak. But he talks a bit like, uh, uh Judge, I, uh, break your, I'm going to squeeze you, I'm going to, I squeeze head. I squeeze. And they said, well, you can't do that. So I said, I can. I said, uh, squeeze a lot of head. I do, 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 I do good. Squeezing head. Make a uh, pretty lady happy. She clapped many times when I squeeze heads. And the judge said, I don't want to hear that. And he'd say, oh, no, they tried to tell you more. You tell me, say, well, I'm all right. And I, so so they put a gag on. But when before Gregor's legal trouble, he said, I'd like to be called the Gregor. And I took him under my wing. We lived together. But then Scooter got this crazy idea. So let's watch the Thanksgiving Day to parade the three of us 
And Greg fell in love with Miss Adina Menzel, the lovely... I mean, who wouldn't fall in love with her? She was singing a song from a new musical whose name escapes me because I haven't had time to see any musicals. Because, you know, cross-country police chases, trials, you know, in, a, in different states. In, I'll tell you, the people of Idaho, you, you, you may be living under a dictatorship as far as I know. I said, do you have the power to do that, Judge? But uh, so the Greg uh, is still, well, legally, I'm not allowed to say what's going on. And then they said, well, they started accusing me of things. So, but the legal fund is strong. I, you know, I've I've been lucky enough, right? Your friend Ray, I've been lucky enough to have, you know, uh, you know, some of my suitors, previous suitors, they said, well, we'll play for the, you know, they'll pay for the trial. Now, I just want everybody, you know, I want to clear a couple of things up. You know, uh, Adina's former husband, if you're listening, you know, we, we, we're we big fans of yours. So, Mr. Mister Ty Diggs, you know, don't worry. This is not a negative. Uh, you know, if if, 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 if if the lovely Adina Menzel is listening, the Gregor does love you. I know, I, I, I know they've had, you know, they say don't let, they, I've seen publicists there. So I'd say, well, geez, you know, maybe you could help us just come and talk to the Gregor and it might help clear things up or calm him down. And then the uh, Travolta family estate or whatever, you know, we'll see you in court. You know, you'll have your days in court. We'll, we'll be dealing with you. And what the Gregor did, I I, I can neither be judge, Gregor's judge or jury. And in some sense, I say it was okay. So that's all I have to say about that. Oh, but my friends, I'm so distracted. You know, sometimes Ray gets stressed when he's dealing with uh, people from another universe and, 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 and crime and trials and some such thing. And I love the Gregor, just like your friend Ray loves all of you. But we're here to talk about another thing that your friend Ray loves, Father's Day. And your little friend Scooter, he's just, oh, he's little Andy. As we've been, some of us have been calling him from time to time. And he said to me, he heard me, he, he said, Ray, are you back? Are you home over there? And I said, I am. You know, I'm on a release program, you know. And he said, well, and I said, I don't want to burden you with the trials and the tribulations of me and the Gregor. And I don't want you to feel total responsibility for people, you know, pulling him out of his universe because I did agree to adopt him. So but he said, Ray, I want to do something with you. The listeners miss you. I miss you. And I got a little idea. Would you like to do something with me? And I said, does it involve manatees in the water? And he said, no, we already did that. And I said, oh, well, I miss that manatee. But I know if we went back to Florida, the manatees would be in the Gulf, probably finishing the mating or the pupping. Oh, I guess they had already given birth, so I don't know. But I said, well, oh, my friend, that's what I really said. I said, oh, my friend, what, will you want to do something with your friend Ray? Oh, boy. I said, what, 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 what would you like to do? He said, well, how about a little surprise, Ray? And I said, you are going to surprise me. For, for He said, Father's Day is coming up. And you're not my father, and I do have a father, but you're a father-like figure. And to many people I know, and... uh you know, he, he said, Ray, you, 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 you know, you, you, you're an exemplar or some such thing. But he said, I just want to spend, I got a little surprise for you, Ray. 
And I got to be honest, I said, okay, Scooter, I'll talk to you later. And then I had to go sit down and, and catch my breath because I was just touched. Oh, I said, my heart, he want, you know, I like Scooter. And, but when someone tells you they're going to do a surprise for you, my friends, it just feels so nice in your heart. And I said, my friend Scooter wants to spend Father's Day with me, and I want to spend it with him. And I got, he said, don't really talk about his kid, his daughter. But I said, well, that, what, what a wonderful day. Oh, And I had myself a little cry. You know, Ray, has, has, I said, I might be a little crying a little bit right now. I said, oh, what a nice young boy. And I said, you, oh, so, so then I was counting the days till Father's Day, but I, you know, I was busy with the, the Idaho, uh, you know, Republic of Idaho, whatever you, and I said, I'm sure the people of Idaho are wonderful people. I, I know Scooter's uncle, uh, which uncle? Well, Uncle Paul lived there and his aunt, Ma Mary, Mary Beth, right? And Mary Beth, I think, lived there. They don't, I don't think they listen to the podcast, but, uh. I said, okay, Scooter. So I counted down the father days till Father's Day, and last night at midnight, the day arrived. Now, I knew Scooter would be asleep, but actually he was working on the podcast because I double-checked. I said, I said, could I be the first person to wish you happy Father's Day? And he said, you could be the second after my little sweetie pie. And he, I said, oh, Scooter. And I, he said, are you ready for tomorrow? I said, yes, I am, my friend. Could I bring you over some scones for breakfast? And he said, that would be lovely. So then let's just cut to the chase. The next morning comes this morning. Now, Scooter, he was working on the podcast till one in the morning. So he said, Ray, wake me up at nine. We'll have some coffee. We'll have some scones. I'll brush my teeth and we'll go on a little surprise. So the morning came and uh, we, 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 I made some uh, mixed berry scones just to trade at Joe's pack. You just add water, believe it or not, and then boom, you got scones. And they're kind of like lumps, which you cook, and then they taste good. So I said, oh, boy, we're out of the game here. And we had some coffee. And Scooter even took a shower. He ironed a T-shirt. I said, oh, boy, I and mean, I dressed all right. And he said, Ray, you look great. And we've been having this funky weather, and, and I, I, oh, my goodness, my friends, I forgot to say happy first day of summer, too. It's the first day of summer as well. And it was warm here, now not hot like you people have it. I'd say maybe it topped out at the 80 degrees or so. So I wore myself a pair of nice dress shorts and a nice polo shirt. And my friend Scooter and I and, and, and a th lovely little lady headed off on an adventure for me. I said, where are we going? And the two of them, they just made that face. They said, you'll find out, Ray. And we drove to the city of Oakland, which uh, Golden State Warriors uh, 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 just won the uh, NBA championship with teamwork and hard work, good coaching, years of, of, of building up to this. So I wanted to congratulate them. Uh, Scooter also said something to me because he, he, he couldn't go to the parade. He had to work, but he said, I said, uh, I saw him after. And I said, he said, Ray, I wish I could have been at that parade because I got to tell you, the beautiful diversity of the people going to that parade was amazing. It really is a dub's nation. He said, he, he said he was on the bus, he was on the trains, and people were headed there. And he said it was the most loveliest thing. And he said, he said it was probably better than the parade. 
just seeing all, all the lovely fans of the of of, uh, of the of the Warriors and Andrea Gadala and Steph Curry and Clay and all those guys. So that was a nice thing too. And uh, but so we headed to the city of Oakland, uh, and I said, "Where are we going?" And they said, "We're going for for a two for one. We're going." He said, we're going to a musical and to something fun. And I said, holy goodness gracious. And then they said, Ray, put this over. And they made me close my eyes. But I, I said, I, I have a sense of where we're going. But, I, you know, I played. I said, well, I think I've got it figured out. And, uh, and I said, well, we could be doing this. And, and. In the city of Oakland, it has a crown jewel. What a lovely city. Now, we don't live, we live close to Oakland. Uh, but the city of Oakland has this lovely man-made lake in the middle of it called Lake Merritt. And it is just a crown jewel of a lovely city of lovely people. And I said, I bet you we're going there because he didn't get on the freeway. He just said it straight. And then we parked the car. They had me, you know, masked up. But I said, okay, I think I know what we're doing. And then the trap, the, the, and then we parked the car. And then the surprise was sprung on your friend Ray because we got out of the car. And little Andy and his, and his little lovely led me. I said, I think I know where we're going. And they said, well, you don't know where, what, what we're going. And I said, oh, boy, I'm still feeling so excited. And we walked along the grass. And, you know, I said, well, it was Reagan a trip. Can I trust little Andy to guide me where we're going? And then the, the grass turned to a path. And then we stopped. And I'll be honest, I heard a, a, the sounds of children and parents talking and uh, people saying, well, excuse me, sir, you know. And then my, uh, I'm, it was a shirt, but that was a sweatshirt that was over my face, but it was removed. And lo and behold, directly in front of your friend Ray here, what was what only could be described as a giant shoe. Now, I'd say a, a, a woman's shoe, but I'd be guessing at it. And it would be, it, was, it wasn't a shoe you would live in. It did have a door going through the middle of the shoe where the heel, you know, where the heel would, I don't know what that's called. I'm not a shoemaker. And the shoe had a roof and it even had a, uh, I said, okay, what color was the shoe? I think it was a taupe. I know Scooter was talking. He said, oh, I'm, I think I'm taupe soft water taffy, salt water taffy. And this may, and I can say, my friends, I guess it's a boot. And I'd say, oh, wait a second, old Mother Hubbard, did she, she lived in a shoe, but I think it was a boot, and she didn't know what to do. But I knew when I saw this shoe, and it had a roof, I think it was a blue tile roof. And then beyond was a sign that said Children's Fairyland, which is a place in Oakland. Uh, just like a place you have in most places. It's a universal almost type thing where you have a little thing to say, is this a theme park? Well, kind of like a theme park. You know, it has your, like, uh, houses with the three little pigs. It has your nursery rhyme type things. Usually an active, interactive speaker system. And I remember when Scooter, when, when little Andy was just little Andy. I think they called it Enchanted Forest by him. 
But then they went and they said, Enchanted Forest Water Safari. They added a water park, which he said was quite good. But why couldn't it have just been the Enchanted Forest part? That's all I got to know, friends. But most people have a fairy tale based, like a theme park, more for the little kids. But at all ages this day, we're enjoying things. And a beautiful signage. Now, they just had came into some money a couple of years ago to spruce up the park. So everything has a nice coat of paint on it. I noticed there was a purple genie floating above the sign. Not the genie from Aladdin, but a, a, quite a nice-looking genie, I must say, pur- for purple. I said, that's creative. Don't just make it a blue genie. You know, the late Robin Williams, may he rest in peace, he was the blue genie, and that was enough. You know, this genie was purple. It had on a turban and long gray gray ponytail. So I said, well, that's an original genie. Thank, thank you for, for genie designer. Uh, but my surprise was not for, for finished because we did not go in the main line to go in the park. We went to the side of the thing that says performances. And I said, oh, my goodness, what, what, what are we doing? And they said, we're going to a musical and then to the, to the, to the fairyland. And I said, you're telling me we're going to a musical inside of fairyland. And I said, like one of the musicals they put on the little stages, correct? And they said, oh, no, no, Ray, this is at the amphitheater. It's a, it'll be another little surprise in a few. And then they gave me a sticker. And it said, the day the crayons quit. The day the crayons quit. And I said, oh, what a, t- oh, what a title. I love it already. And I said, I think I've seen the cover of that book, but I don't even know what's inside. So I don't even know what to expect, my friends. And then we headed off, and we had to quickly go through the park. We split up, you know, restrooms. I said, Scooter, for Father's Day, I know you drink way too much coffee. Let me get you some more coffee. How does that sound? He said, excellent, Ray. So I got him a coffee. I didn't tell him this, but I said, hey, but make it hefty calf. This guy's heart's going to explode. He's a, He's a, like a madman. Uh, and they said, uh, no, 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 sir, we don't do that type of thing here. No adulteration of coffee. And I said, then make it all decaf. And then I said, no, no, Ray, it's Father's Day. Uh, little Andy's the father here. Give him his coffee. If his heart explodes, it explodes. A Father's Day, you know, can't be all miracles. But with the, with, with the grace of goodness, he'll just drink this coffee. And, and I said, what is this play? Let's get go to crayons are quitting. And then the three of us sat down. We had lovely seats in this theater quickly filled up. And it was a nice size, size theater, beautiful decorations, buzzing with the uh, anticipation or lack of ability to anticipate and be patient of families celebrating Father's Day. With musical theater, what could be? And I know some fathers are like, well, I'm too tough to it. And I said, well, just just go away then. We're here to celebrate. And I went to this young lady. She was sitting next to me. I didn't know. I said, well, excuse me, young lady. Do you know what's bothering the crayons? And she said, no, no, I do not. And I said, well, I would like to know what their beef is. Why would crayons quit? And I said, now, don't be frightened, but this young man over here, little Andy, he, uh, he's a crayon cracker. And, and the mother said, a crayon cracker? And I said, oh, actually, he, he has the, uh, because he's a lefty, and I don't think he knows his own strength, he's always breaking the crayons. 
you know, I have the pleasure to go out to eat with him sometimes with his, his lovely little, little little thing there, his little daughter. And he'll always sit down to do a little. She'll say, Daddy, would you like color, let's color together? And I'd say, well, don't you want Ray to cut? And he says, don't be desperate. The kids, they don't go for desperation, Ray. Act like you don't want to color. You'll be invited to color. And I said, why does that work? Now, why don't? Why can I use that in my regular life, but not with little kids? I said, thank you, Scooter, for the reminder. I'll probably, probably try that on the waitress in a little bit. But anyway, I, and then he breaks the crayons. By accident, he says, I don't know what he does. It's not at the tip. He breaks them right in the middle when he's using them. I said, whoa, Scooter. I said, you have some sort of crayon-related superpower, the crayon cracker. And he said, Ray, that's a little too much like graham cracker. You'll mix people, crayon cracker. And then the next thing I know, this woman dressed all in red. And I said, okay, this is a musical performer, clearly, because she's making eye contact. Uh, she's doing the thing, I don't know what you call it, where she's act, acting. I said, she said, hello, everybody, you know, a little intro to the show. Now, uh, let me get let me get credit where credit is due. And I know, say, Scooter's going to say this. Now, the, the name of the play, the play was presented by the Bay Area Children's Theater, Children's Fairyland. And it was called The Day the Crayons Quit, the musical. And I guess it was based on a book by uh, uh, Drew Day Walton, Oliver Jeffers. The book, music, and lyrics. What a talent, what a talent. Austin Zombro. And this particular play was directed by Nina Meany. Me- uh, this this particular play was directed by Nina Meehan. And oh boy, was it, what is it, it, oh, 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 oh. I don't know how many that O's is, but give them all to the play. Uh, so so after the, the, the young woman, she did a wonderful introduction. She said, all us all us a Twitter. Then this young man, he was an adult, but he was an actor playing a young man. He was Duncan. Duncan, I think Duncan. How do you say that, Duncan? And he was a you know a little boy, and he did a little you know the what do they call that, Scooter? Scooter, what do they call it when you, the beginning? When you, you know you're always singing it from you're in town. You'll get you're in town. Ba da da boom. But anyway, the beginning part of the musical, he knows he's just ignoring me. I think, but uh. They do that. He did that part where he was talking about, you know, ordinary world, they call it, about being a boy. And then he said, well, I need my crayons. Then his crayons come in. And they were, uh, there was about five lovely young young adult actors. I'd say adult actors. Now, when I say young adult, I say, oh, 14 to 18. These were adults. Uh, millennials, possibly, I don't know. But there was a young woman playing a blue crayon. There was a young woman playing a green crayon. A young woman playing a red crayon. A young woman playing a black crayon. And a young man playing the pink crayon. And if that weren't enough, and then they started singing. And they started dancing. And I'm not going to give away the plot at all. But your friend Ray's got to tell you. Now, now it was. I said, well, this is pretty, pretty darn good. And I had a little, you know, and I said, well, geez, I, I'm relating to this. I'm enjoying it. But then I said, well, what, what, what about the rest of the colors of the crayons? And then the actors, they would go off stage and come back as another crayon. Oh, oh, oh. 
because I said, well, this young man playing the pink crayon, for example, I said, he's pretty good. But then he came back, and he came back again as a beige crayon, and then he came as a peach crayon. Now, the peach crayon part was my favorite, and I'm like, holy moly, the song, the comedy in the air. But, but he was also very good, the pink crayon, he did a, and the beige crayon was funny. And I said, this young man is a good actor. And then not to try to top him, but the blue crayon, she was a little bit of a comic foil type and, and full of herself in a, because she was the most popular. She was Duncan's favorite crayon. I don't think I'm giving anything away there. But then she comes back as a, as a yellow crayon, a totally different. I said, whoa, whoa, she was so good as a comic foil. I said, well, she's not that great. And then I said, whoa, boy. Uh, she she uh, she she was very good. She is a yellow crayon too. A totally different character. I said, "Well, boy, you you've won me over." And then the green crayon. She stayed green crayon the whole time. She was kind of the, uh, the 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 voice of reason in the whole play. And that was a tough role for her. And it was also a tough role on the the crayon character. And she played that beautifully. And then we had Duncan. He played. He just played Duncan the whole thing. But he had his whole little journey with, with dealing with the crayons and saying, "I'm in charge." And then, and then we had the red crayon, who was the young woman that came out to introduce the play. And later on, she played a purple crayon that was just lovely. And then we had the young woman, but she played the black crayon, and she was kind of like uh, uh, tired of being the lines. But then, and I said, "Well, she is good." And then she came back later. She played an orange crayon. I said. Now, one wonderful detail I did notice on her outfit, she had a black watch when she was a black crayon and an orange watch when she was an orange crayon. I said, who thought of that? Good gracious, good job. So, and and the play, it was about an hour long, and it was a nonstop enjoyment. Uh, Just the right mix of silly and, and, and sweet and beautiful music. And then after the show, towards the end of the show, the black crayon, she sang a big number, and they gave us all little stars to hold up, and we were waving our stars, and it was it was so very nice. And then the and, but then we walked out of the plane, all the young people, the, the millennials, I would say, and they might say, well, I'm only, you know, I don't know, they could be thirty years old, I don't know, but they did, and I said, oh, what a lovely job you did as the green crayon. I'm so proud of you. I'm Ray. And then I said to the young man, the pink, I didn't see a Duncan now that I think about it, but that was, I, I said, well, geez, I wonder where Duncan is. Now I'm wondering. I didn't, I feel bad I didn't wonder where he was at the time because then Mr. Pink Crayon was there, Mr. Pe- Peach Crayon, the show stealer. I said, oh, my friend, you are a show stealer. I said, you're like a, you, you, I, and say, oh, you remind me of the actor. I would tell you, the, the young man who was in Cabaret, I think that's what made him famous. And it, well, I'd say, he reminded me of a young Alan Cummings. There's something about your spark. And your, uh, your I, I'd say, is Alan Cummings a rye? What do you say he's rye, W-R-Y? Because I think you are a rye in a good way, not R-Y-E. Oh, maybe it is. I don't know. But you're great. And then I, I said to the young woman who played the black and the orange crayon, I said, bravo, 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 my dear. And I said, I kind of, I said, what? Well, she said, I was talking to her because I said, I thought I recognized her. And I said, you don't happen to listen to this guy's podcast, do you? 
And she said, and I said, okay, what's that? And, and we came, and I said, oh, okay, great, well, bravo. And they had another show. I said, break legs, guys, great job. And then we had to go for a little restroom stop. We went over actually a bridge that went over a little railroad track. And then we went down into an old west little village that had, the, I think it was the Paul Bunyan restrooms. And I said, well, where's the ladies' restrooms, sir? And I said, well, what is this? Only? I said, what is Babe the Blue Ox? The one? And, and, I, and they said, relax. he said, relax, Ray, the pot guy. My little buddy Andy, he said, relax, Ray. And so we used the restrooms, and then we played around, and the Old West had a little play set. And then we went and got in line. You know, all these parks, they have a little train. Now, I'll tell you one thing about Fairyland. There's a rumor about it. Is that Mr. Walter uh, Disney... Went and rode this train and saw this park and said, well, I'm going to copy this ten times better and then make it a hundred times better. No offense to Fairyland. And uh, make a little place called Disneyland. But I don't know if that's true. And I don't know if it's true. It's, it's, like, it's like apples and oranges. This is a little thing that takes you in nostalgia brain. And you say, oh, I remember seeing this little, mi- mu- little Miss Muffet plaster Little Miss Muffet on a tuffet eating her curds and whey. And then a spider with a rope hanging above her. But it was nice to see it up, it kept up nice. I said, wow, this is both like the uh, old stuff, but with nice paint. I said, it looks so nice. Okay, so after the, so the train went on its little circle, two circles actually, get two nice little circles. And we were in the little tiny train car, the three of us. And my, uh, we took a little angling so our knees wouldn't be touching. And I know how little Andy is with his space and other people. He says, oh, no, no, I like it. But my space, I like to keep it my... But he'll snuggle up with that. Uh, but, but we, so we got off the train, and then we went on. A, they had this little Alice in Wonderland land. Well, I don't know if it's... You, you go in a thing, and you can either go down a slide... And you're in a little tunnel-type thing, and then there's uh, drawings on the walls. And then you look out a little window, well, like bars. I said, what is this? Is this bars? Were, were we in a little thing? But I think it's just so people don't quite... You saw a little Alice pretending she was falling. And then you go to the next ones on the right. You see the tea party. And then, then Scooter jumped out and said, Ray. And I said, Whoa, goodness, what are you doing? You're going to skin in. And I said, And then you go through, and there's the queen, and they're playing croquet, and then there's a little maze with the soldiers, the uh, card soldiers, which was nice. It was a, a pretty easy maze, but it was cool. And then you go from there, you go over a little... Now, the nice thing is they have free-flowing water, little tiny streams. You know, I said, well, that is lovely. Water features are always cool, especially... Rays are big on the trickling and the gurgling of streams. So they had little swishing and gurgling streams. And this particular one we crossed on a little boat. It said it was the Noah's Ark, but it was a little... And I said, are there any animals in here? But there were not. But at the park in general, you will find some little animals. I don't think they have a petting zoo. But I said, well, geez, I'm a, and, and it's not a zoo. I know it's a little Andy Scooter, he hates zoos. Has he told you people that? I said, why don't we take the little one to the zoo? He says, I don't go to zoos, Ray. 
And I said, oh, well, tell me more. Why, why don't you go to zoos, Scooter? And he said, he, he said, I don't, I don't like zoos. And I said, who doesn't like a zoo? You just haven't gone to the zoo with the right person. And he, uh, he said, no, 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 I don't like them. I feel uncomfortable at them. And then I, I said, well, you don't feel comfortable anyway. You've told me that. And he said, no, 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 a different uncomfortable. And I said, oh, like a political uncomfortableness. He said, no. And I said, like a sympathetic, empathetic, compassionate response to the poor little animals. And he said, well, a little bit more. He said he thinks he was an animal at a zoo at one point. And I said, well, I said, well, you, I said oh, you remind me of an animal at a zoo a lot of times, my friend. And he said, Ray, I said, my favorite animal at the zoo, you know, the one you remind me of, which I will remain nameless. And then he constantly bothered me. What, which animal do I remind you of, Ray? And I said, well, you don't let, you're free. Don't think about your past life trapped at the zoo. I hope I was not your zookeeper then, because it, if I was, you would love zoos, because that would have been so good to you. And he said, Ray, you're a strange man. And I said, well, I would be a wonderful zookeeper if you were my porcupine. Just kidding, you're not, you don't remind me of a porcupine scooter. But after that, so we cross Noah's Ark, and then they have this j dragon slide. That was very uh, it, r r done in a style of pagodas with with the, the Chinese uh, uh, street festival dragon style. Very cool, beautiful, beautiful green and reds and gold colors. And it's a slide. No adults, a little bit disappointing, but the little one, she 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 had great time. And if she heard me calling her the little one, she'd say, well, I'm not, you know, I'm in the third grade now. But I still said, well, you're little to me, you know, but, but I'm little to, you know. Anyway, now I, I get into these things about people's ages. I said, Ray, just age is but a number. That's how Ray feels. And then after that, we went to a little chapel, which I said, well, this is interesting. And it had a little organ. Now, that was disappointing because that the organ did not work. And they had some of the organ in it across from the organ. And I said, well, Jesus, it's too bad. I know uh, little Andy loves those musical machines. I think they're called Wallitzes or some such thing where you put a quarter in and it plays like a marching band music. Maybe they're called calliopes. I don't know. But, but he, he loves those. But it was not one of those. But it had stained glass and some passages from Psalms and Job or some such thing. And I said, well, Jesus, this is a nice that no one's making a fuss. I said, well, and I said, what's well, it? And it was a nice little chapel. I said, I wonder if anyone's got married here. And I said, young lady. And she said, she said, no, Ray. Uh, Papa Ray, that's what she calls me. So we looked at the chapel. And then the next thing after the chapel was a crooked old man. And I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a fit, fit man. I'm not crooked one bit, you know. But I said, I put my arm around the crooked old man. He had quite a look on his face. And then the, his crooked old house, I said, well, geez, I don't really know. I said, I think this is one of those sad fairy tales. And I said, a crooked old man and a crooked old lane at a crooked old. I said something like that. I don't want to think about it. I feel bad for you, my friend. I had my arm around him. And a lot of the kids thought that was funny because I was telling them. I said, well, you're not so crooked to me. 
you're just, uh, you know, uh, you know, intensely angled or some such thing. And I said, you, do you have a crooked heart? Uh, do do you have a crooked soul? And then Scooter said, Ray, Ray, easy on, you know, don't, there's little kids here, don't, no, no philosophy. And then we skipped over, there was a little play land because they said, let's go to the Peter Pan play land, which was a fake ship and it had a crow's nest. It looked quite dangerous. Again, kids only, but it had like a, you could stand, you could pretend you're swabbing the deck and it had a sand pit, you could jump off the boat. And then we went from there. We started following the yellow brick road. Follow the yellow brick road. Follow, 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 follow. Come along with your friend Ray down the yellow brick road. And we were skipping and ski- you were skipping the three of us and singing and people were laughing at us. And I said, come along, follow the... Uh, and then we came along, and the Yellow Bick Road ended in uh, the Emerald City, Oz, uh, obviously. And it had... Uh, it, it was a stage. They must do a Wizard of Oz. Oh, wait, let me check my flyer here. Uh, they have a puppet. We missed the Hansel and Gretel puppet show. Now, I bet you that was wonderful. That was at the Open Story Puppet Book Theater. And then they have uh, Baba Yaga. Oh, boy, I can't believe we missed that, too. Uh, Children's Theater presents Baba Yaga in the forests of Russia. A witch named Baba Yaga lives in a hut that walked on chicken legs. Uh, Join Vesalia and Ivan as they're journeying in the forest where they meet Baba Yaga and escape her cells with the help of the... escape her spells... With the help of the friends they find along the way. That was at Aesop's Playhouse. Oh, here's a storyteller who was going to present some tales. He was at the Emerald City stage. We missed that as well. Because we were at the play, we missed a lot of things. They also have an animal of the day. Come up close and learn about one of our animal friends. Uh, which one of Fairyland's furry, feathered, what woolly creatures will it be today? That was at the Humpty Dumpty wall. I know Scooter would not have wanted to have done that. And they also have an arts and crafts center. Well, let's read about the puppet show. Uh, can the uh, Hansel and Gretel, can these two famous children defeat the wicked gingerbread witch? Oh, may they be turned into cookies themselves. With a song in your heart, good will always triumphs over evil. Oh, good will. Always triumphs. Is that a strange sentence? Is that just Ray? Goodwill always triumphs over evil. Uh, so those were the shows we missed. But we still played on that stage for a little while. That was fun. And then we saw the Three Little Pigs house, and Scooter put on a little show there. He was huffing, he was puffing, but he was saying fee-fi-fo-fum instead of I'll huff and I'll puff. And, you know, sometimes with him, I don't know when it's like his brain or he's doing it. I'm saying, is he doing that to be funny or is he really confused? And should I just keep my big mouth shut and, and just let him go? And then I almost I said, let's go to rise. Uh, and then I noticed all the children, they, uh, all the children always laughing with him or at him or both. And I said, I don't know how he does it with those children. It's just like they they like him. I think it's because he's... And he said, Ray, I wish it was like that with adults. Well, you know, he said, I wish I had your power. And I said, well, I wish I had yours. 
And he said, well, my power only gets the laughter of children. Yours get. And I said, well, you know, one for the other, my friend. We're just like a couple of Aesops. And then after we were at the uh, Three Little Pigs' house, we, oh, we, he took some pictures. I said, well, take some pictures of these books. There were some funny books. I'll have to have him, Scooter, put them in the uh, show notes because there was a funny book in the brick house. Like, uh, I can't remember, Architecture for Swine or some such. I said, that is funny. Oh, books over a fireplace. And I, I said, is the wolf, I forgot to look on the roof to see if the wolf was up there. I don't remember. I guess Scooter was playing the wolf. But, uh, and then we saw there was a little dragon that you could sit on and take a break. Uh, but we weren't about to take a break. Then we got to, and I saw a little stream going through the middle of the park. I stayed by the stream. And I noticed Scooter, he's big on looking at water. It makes his eyes go glassy. And I said, pay attention to your daughter. And then there's, now I've noticed the other thing, when I used to, you know, when I knew, I knew Scooter when he was younger. I don't think he talks about that, but we were from the same. Uh, but we crossed each other. Now, there was a rundown zoo in Syracuse, New York, that they rebuilt. But when, in this, maybe this is the incident, maybe there was an incident at the zoo. Maybe Scooter was not an animal, zoo animal. But I remember that zoo, it had a, a lot of zoos, they have a, a fake whale. And either, usually it's like inside is an aquarium or a terrarium or they some, could sell you some ice cream or some such thing. And as I said, here at Children's Fairyland, they've redone, so they had a nice, beautiful blue whale. Inside it, though, was a fake aquarium. I said, well, that's a little bit of a disappointment. Because you go down the stairs into the whale's mouth, a bit like Jonah, uh, but you know, without the digestive juices and some such things, and the you know, metaphorical journey. He said, "Is that a stage of the belly of the whale, or oh, the cave of the, the cave of the mother?" Some I went, well, "Oh boy, Ray, where is your mind? It's in the gutter." Anyway, excuse me, but after that, after the we we went to a hump. Oh boy, Ray. It was a hump to slide down. It was an artificial grass hill, like raised up in the middle, and you take a little piece of cardboard and you slide down the hill. So we did that for a while. And that was nice to just sit up there and listen to the sounds of joy drifting on the wind. Children, and you know, there's one thing I'll say for uh, Walter Disney uh, compared to this fairyland, because the fairyland, I think it costs less money. Not a lot of tears at Fairyland. And not a lot of grouchy pusses. Now, it was only one in the afternoon. So maybe the grouchy pusses come out after, you know, three or four. Say, well, I told you not to, you know. And I say, why are you pulling your kid? You know, that didn't happen there. Where I, where I, where, and Scooter's usually the one to get involved in those things. I say, Scooter, this guy might be a maniac. He's always sticking his, his nose in, you know, trouble. And then, we, so, but then we slid on the hill. And then we went through, there was a mill and some goats and some guinea pigs, some animals to look at. They, it was like different. I said, I don't know any of these fairy tales. Like a, a, a porcupine doing laundry. 
Hey, maybe some turtles having a debate. I said, is this the wind in the willows? I, I'm not familiar with the wind in the willows. It always mixes me up. But, you know, we went through, and they had a little place for ducks, and they had a nice uh, few other things. And then we used the rest. Now, you know, you got to use the restroom. As, as a man, Ray will tell you, you got to use a restroom. And so we, we we split up at Humpty Dumpty's Wall. Now, I don't think this place had one of those family restrooms, but I went, you know... We split up, and then I ran into the young woman. I guess the other show had, had let out, and uh, I ran into the young woman that played the uh, orange in the black crayon. And I think she she's, she was looking in, into the... Uh, and, and I noticed she was watching something, and I said, what is that, the goats in there? And she said, there's this little baby goat I'd like to come over and, and, and watch. And I said, well, GCA, I got to tell you, I was taken with your performance. I really enjoyed watching you perform. And she said, well, you should watch this goat perform. And so we watched the goat. And uh, we, you know, I said, my name's Ray. And she said, Ray, you're here to celebrate Father's Day. And I said, I'm here to celebrate a father, but it's not myself. Uh, I'm here to, I was surprised by my friend Scooter. And then Scooter texted me because he must have seen me talk. And he said, we're going to go on the, uh. That was like a mini Ferris wheel, not a Ferris wheel, but anyway, he he was off. And I said, my friend Scooter and his daughter, that's who I was. She said, I noticed you during the show. You were a very good clapper. And I said, well, "Well, you're not supposed to be complimenting the audience, my dear, because you were just, uh, I got to tell you, that last song, I really felt something when, uh, you know, you were singing about how hard it is. You know, to be a black crayon and always be the outline and say, you know, I want to feel bright, too. Like, I want to be on a beach ball. And and I said, I, I oh, I loved your song. And then I said, I know I'm, I might be gushing, excuse me. But uh, and then she said, wait, wait, wait. And then the, we watched it because the uh, baby goat, it was a, it was bathing itself. It was just so, so cute. And then I said, yeah, yeah. and we, we we just sat there and enjoyed it. And, I, and, and, then, uh, and then I went out and I told her, I said, oh, well, you know, I, I really liked, you know, that I got to see you in two roles, you know, as the the black crayon and then the orange crayon. And the orange crayon and the yellow crayon were having a little bit of a disagreement. And she said, well, you just looked like you had the greatest time at the show. And I said, well, I, I, I said, I love musical theater. And she said, do you perform? I said, no, 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 I'm a fan, my dear. My fa- I'm the one. And she said, well, then you're the most important person. And I said, no, 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 stop it, stop it with that. And I said, well, geez, I could tell you really love performing, and that's an important part of it. I could see the smile and your beautiful face and excuse me, you know, and I said, and I said, you couldn't contain it. You can't contain your 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 love of being out there, and that's an important thing, my dear. And I said, you got to tell me, like, are you working like a full time job, and then you're performing all these things? And she said, I am. And I said, and then I started clapping, and then she got, she said, you stop it. And I said, well, I'm here with this maniac and his daughter. You know, his daughter's wonderful, and he's a wonderful man too. But I said, you know, I was going to have a, I was going to buy him a soda. Where could I buy you something to drink to celebrate your good show? And she said, well, I got it. This was only our second performance. So I got it. And I said, well, wait a second. This was your second show. 
And she said, well, technically, the one you were at was our second show, but that was our third show we just did. And we're going to run through how how things went. And she said, but maybe, uh, you know, after you split up with your friends, you could buy me, so, you know, something to drink later on. And I said, well, how about I buy you something to eat and drink, my dear? Because I need to keep you healthy for playing multiple crayons. And also, I, I said, geez, I can't believe you got to tell me. I would love to hear the other roles you played. And I looked at, you know, I don't want to share any personal information, but I said, well, you've played some so, some wonderful, wonderful things. And so I said, well, geez, okay, well, we'll talk about it. And then I went back to Scooter, and they'd finished up on the little uh, the fake Ferris wheel thing. And then it was like, okay, it's in, and we went, and we got ourselves some deep dish pizza. Now, I know this is Chicago listeners. Now, this was not... Uh, I don't know if it's Chicago style, but it was a good deep dish pizza. It was nice. It had just sausage and pepperoni, and we had a salad first. And I said, Scooter, let me buy you lunch. And we we, we, we went back and forth about that. And we also talked about, uh, you know, tipping. And we just had a silly lunch, and we were joking around. And we got to watch a little women's sock on the TV and say, geez, look at that. It's inspiring. And then we went and we got some uh, some ice cream. That was nice. And then that was the, well, for, for, for my day with Scooter and his daughter, that was the end of the day with them. And maybe, you know, maybe I had a crayon or two over to hang out. Maybe I, maybe I had maybe a little party, cast party. And I said, well, I just, I'd like to, you know, I'd like to see, anyway, not important, my, my, my friends. Not important at all. What's important is that all you know. You know, first of all, you fathers, happy Father's Day once again, or post-Father's Day. Uh, happy summer. I hope all of you are going to participate in the sleep of summer with Scooter because I think it's a wonderful thing he's trying to do. He's secretly trying to figure out, I think, how he can help people help each other and help yourself at the same time. But I think he said, well, geez, I've tried to help people and I'm not so good at it. What if I could get better? at helping people say, hey, why don't you do this? It's a great idea. So I hope you just, you're either inspired or inspired, or you just say, hey, I'll try to read a book. I'll try to knit an Afghan or some such thing. That is great. So I want to salute you for that, and I just want to say it is, I missed you guys so much. Oh, 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 your friend Ray has missed you. And I'll be back. I have a little, you know, a little downtime uh, this summer. In the, some of the Gregor's trials, you know, I just have to go deal with this Idaho nonsense. But I've talked to people, and actually, the the, the, the oh, the, the one second, okay, the crane is texting, okay, oh boy, holy mackerel, okay, that yeah, scooter, can you go see if they, they just 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 can you go outside and tell? I'll be right over there, okay, thank you. Uh, you know, I've got a, a crayon situation on my hands, okay? Uh, but uh, where, where are we going? My, my, oh, boy, some of the blood just left my brain, my friend, so I'm trying to think. And uh, But uh, your friend Ray is so proud of all of you. I may have some non-scooter adventures this summer, and I'll say, well, I'll pop in and I'll tell you about them. Because he said, you guys miss me, and I just, oh, whoa, whoa. Oh, so nice to be missed, and I missed all of you. 
And I just want you all to gather close. I'm going to hug all of you, all of you across the world. Now, I, I, I don't want to, you know, I want to give an extra hug to the people of Australia because Scooter says that, you know, the that you're very vocal fans, you Australians. So a little extra hug from Ray. I'll, I'll put you in the crook of my elbow, you know, on the inside part. That's a nice part to be hugged on. But all the rest of you will be getting a nice big hug from me, too. Okay, Cranch, she's here. Okay, why well, am I? I'm going to give you a nice big hug. And that is from your friend Ray. Sooner than soon. But keep me in your ears. Keep me in your heart. You know, Ray is here. Sleep so well, my friends. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Ray is missing you. But let your heart go peep, peep, peep. And good night, good night, good night, good night. From your friend Ray. Okay? Good night.